Welcome, everybody. You ever feel like your life is just too complicated? There's too much family drama going on? You don't know who you love sexually and who you're related to? Sometimes it's both. Welcome to the attic. It's DC's PCs. Welcome to the cabin. Welcome to the welcome to the cabin. Ah, oh, it's a new it's a new time. We are far from Foxworth Hall. We are we though? We are not because we're still in Virginia. Yeah, um, it's true. It's true. So, dear listener, ooh, child, you sat through the whole Doll and Blammer series, um, and get ready. Get ready. Y'all need to get ready because this shit's about to get heavy for the the family that we know. Um, the Castiles. And on this time in our lives, we're discussing the first book in the Castile family saga titled Heaven. And if you're ready for the synopsis, here it be. Here it be. I'm going to read it to you. Of all the folk in the mountain shacks, the Castiles Mm. were the lowest. The scum of the hills. Heavenly Castile was the prettiest, smartest girl in the backwoods, despite her ragged clothes and dirty face. Mm. Despite a father meaner than ten vipers. That's an amount. Despite her weary stepmother, who worked her like a mule. For her brother Tom and the little ones, heaven clung to her pride and her hopes. Someday they'd get away and show the world that they were decent, fine, and talented, worthy of love and respect. Then heaven's stepmother ran off, and her wicked, greedy father had a scheme. A vicious scheme that threatened to destroy the precious dream of heaven and the children forever. Alright, now let me tell y'all that this book, my first note for heaven, just says The Willies. Yeah, the Willies. This takes place in the fictional region thereof called colloquially as the The Willies. What what in what in Loretta Lynn coal miner's da- daughter <laughs> Dolly Parton living in the holler Cletus the slackjawed yokel fucking banjo plucking sister fucking fuck the willies well because the wind and the wind and the willies the wind, <laughs> the wind is in my willie the wind is in the willies so we are in the willies and I'm already calling back to this this summary where it's like the worst and most hated family fucking why i don't know why Why? i don't know why they kind of say like paul's five brothers was in the jail for the murders question for the crimes for the crimes that we don't know never never is it established why they're the most hated of the there's there's mountain there's mountain folk yeah and there's town folk and i think that also there's a distinction later on that there's Mountain folk, valley folk, and townspeople. Yes, I, think. I thought valley folk were townsfolk. I think there's even more delineation oh, Jesus, later. Is Winnero a real place, by the way? Who cares? I, I don't think so. Write us, write us, and let us know uh, if Winnero yes. is real. Is it real? You know what? Yeah. Okay. That's the town so, that it takes place in. So we are in the Virginia mountains, I believe. Mm-hmm. West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia, close to Foxworth Hall, maybe. Maybe. Because also, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, 
Mm, see, I see your West face. Virginia are different spots, though, right? It depends on where the Civil War was. Hmm. Fair. Civilly. Um, so, so we open at the Willies in the sh- They live in a motherfucking goddamn shack. They live in a one-room cabin it's, with some, like, curtains. There's Pa and Ma's big, Pa and Ma's big brass bed yep. that they rustle upon. Yeah, to, to make, all the Castiles are made in a bed. Yeah, they, ooh, woof, we're not, we're not even there yet. I'll tell you when we get there, which is right now. So, we open on <laughs> Heaven, main character, Heaven, middle name of Lee, Heavenly, Heavenly Castile. And the eve of her 10th birthday. It is the eve of 10, mm-hmm. and Pa, I believe, is he's physically abusive, verbally abusive. I don't think he's... Well, I feel like they said he yeah. swung his fists around. Yeah, but mostly, mostly he ignores her. Her, well, yes, like but also yeah, screams verbal abuse at everybody, I, yeah. I believe. Like you do. Uh, like you do when you live in a shack. It's an angry time in your life, if you are shack living. Uh, and there's gran- Granny and Grandpa, mm-hmm. and Granny, Granny takes heaven out... Okay, so so here's what I wrote about this. She is like I in the night, in the night with whistling winds, and she's like, "You gotta come with me. We're gonna go on a fucking hike." Yeah, like she's like, "I knew you awake, child. Follow me. No one can know." Somehow, just like all the other, this is like a standard VC trope: is mm-hmm. that things are going on that other people just don't notice. Like There's everyone's like one room. They're sleeping on pallets. Yep. Right bumbled to up together, and somehow up. they had the full conversation and sneak out of the cabin and back with no, no one p- n- noticing. And young Heavenly is like, "Why we're here, Granny? Why can't you tell me at home?" And she's like, "I have to give you life-altering news that you will forget unless I tell you in the graveyard." Yeah. So it's not life-altering. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you remember it? For it. Yep. It's true. So also, Granny's like. Like, barely over 50, and she is apparently yeah, a gnarled uh, hag. She is in... Because mountain living's hard. I know, but it's just like her hair is, like, white and too... Whispery. It's whispery. Waist, and, like, she's completely hunched over. Yeah, she perhaps is even a dowager of some type. Um, and now, what's the news? What's the... What's the shakakaka? She's like, here, look at this headstone. That's your real mom. That's why your pa hates you. And she's like, "Shit, I'm ten. Wait, little fuck. This this lady who's my mom isn't my mom, and my mom's in the ground. What? She was fourteen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're here again, Virginia Cleo. Um, now uh, it says Angel, like beloved wife. Mm-hmm. That's her ma. Her ma's real name was Lee, and she was an angel from up. From up to Boston Town. Mm-hmm. And that's why Heaven's always been different. Been a little refined. Yep, somehow. She didn't Some know, but she knew. Some fucking... She has, ref- she has refinement. This <laughs> is some eugenic shit. Mmm. Whoa. Breeding. Nature versus nurture. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mmm. Hmm. So... <laughs> So her real ma was a fourteen-year-old runaway uh, from up up Boston Bean Town, and meets Luke Castile. And they get married that day. And they get married that day when she's fourteen and he's seventeen. Um, and I also wrote uh, Jesus fucking Christ. 
a true Indian ancestor. Because that's how he, they see he's so handsome because of his true Indian ancestor. Like, oh, fuck, fucking A. I don't know why. That's, I mean, that's nicer than... That's so, like, your auntie on Facebook saying that she's, like, Cherokee. Oh. With, like, a dream catcher. <laughs> that's... Every time they mention, okay. like, Fair the enough. true Indianness of him with his handsome black hair, his black Indian hair. It's like, oh, my God. It, it was very meme to me. Yeah, I mean, also it's written in the 80s, so I don't think anyone was using Native American or indigenous peoples. Things correctly. Yeah, at all. Um, um, so, yeah, so so she came to live in the mountains, and gosh, she was lovely, because even though she was Boston-bred, she did not care one whiff that they were in the cabin, and, and Granny and Grandpa took to the floor then so that they could... Make the babies in the bed. Mm-hmm. Because all the Castiles are made in the bed. Castiles is made in the bed and not the floor. Yep. You gotta have standards, you know. Standards. <laughs> uh, so, Lee dies during her childbirth. Or, like, right after she gives birth to Heaven. She's just like, hey, my baby Heaven. Oh, I'm fucking dead over here. And then dies, and then, like, right after Paul marries his second wife, Sarah, who Heaven thought was her... Mall. Oh, ma- teacher. Yes. Um. Also, it says here. I wrote down what Granny said. Men get cravings, physical cravings. Nice. So basically, pause fucking all the time. All the time. Twenty four seven. Shirley's place. You wrote Shirley's place. Shirley's place. That's the whorehouse. Yeah. Basically, he goes to a whorehouse. Um. Again, he he impregnates Sarah. Also fourteen. Mm-hmm. Also 14 to his 17. Um, and she gives birth to Tom, and they lay, lay them in the cradle together. Now, did you notice the thing that I noticed about Tom's birth? Yeah, uh, Luke married Sarah when Heaven was two months old and had Tom when she was four months old. So, because of his physical cravings, yeah. he also impregnated her at that time. Yeah, because, Are you we know, supposed he- to- Heaven, uh, Lee got kind of like big and clunky when she was pregos and didn't want the sex so paul went out to get the sex uh uh yeah so so they were in the cradle together thus their bond another vc andrews gross bond between (laughs) siblings quote unquote um so but my question is like what the fuck do they never like work this out with the math I guess they don't. Do they believe themselves to be twins? I, they're just like, oh, we're just really close in age. I think, well, she was 10 at the time that she found this out. Right, and but so no they, one's supposed to know. No one's supposed to know she has a different mother. I think everyone knows except for her. Oh, you mean like the other kids. Because later on, Tom was like, oh, I found out and I yeah. didn't tell you. No, stop it. No. I think I need to know. I need to know. Like, if they think they're twins or have the same birthday or if they don't understand gestation. Well, I think that at the time when they were like 10, no, they didn't. And then, you know, they have other shit to worry about. Like eating. Shitting outside. Oh, they have an outhouse, by the way. And, like, Fanny is too, like, caught up in her own shit to care about Ooh, other people. And so the other siblings are so too young, so. About Fanny. Um, again, um, so before we leave the graveyard, I also noted that Granny mentions that uh, giving birth gave Sarah a mature bust line. Yep. Which is an interesting Yep. Thing. A.K.A. Big Fat Milkers. Big Fat Milkers. 
Um, so Heaven's like, shit, I'm ten. That's a lot to unpack right now. Um, and then her grandma's like, oh, by the way, here's his beautiful suitcase that was your own true ma's. And I've just hidden somewhere in the one in the shack. Yeah, we're, they're like, we had no room and nothing. And it was like, I totally hid this. Again, hiding in plain sight. Wrapped in shawls. Yep, all the shawls. And inside is like a beautiful doll and some of her mm. mom's beautiful dresses. And Heaven's like, oh my God. The beautiful doll that is made in... in, in it, it looks so... Again, if we're going to say this every time, again, again, VC... The doll looks like Heaven if Heaven was blonde. Yep. Um, so that means that it was her mother's face. Yep. And uh, so we know Lee's blonde, but Heaven has the, like, Castile darkness. The dark Castile the hair. dark Castile hair. Um, do you have any, before we move on to the, the Chirins and their schoolings, did you have any other, anything else you'd like to say about this ridiculous interlude and, and the, the setup? Um, I just thought it was ridiculous. Okay. Um, the other Churins are, there's Fanny, one year uh, younger. Mm-hmm. P.S. There's Heaven and Fanny, which is going to be the virgin and which is going to be the whore. I couldn't tell you. The Fanny is where the naughty stuff happens. Sure is. Whether you're saying it Britishly or Americanly. And there's Keith and uh, our Jane. Our Jane. Mm. They're much younger. They're a bit younger. Yeah, I think. I think when we open on this, when we kind of come to the opening, Heaven's like thirteen and like and like twelve, thir- twelve, thirteen, twelve, thirteen, mm-hmm. an old twelve, thirteen. Because because <laughs> I definitely specifically know Fanny's age as eleven. At yeah. The part I'm going to talk about. The part I'm going to talk about. <laughs> oh. Mm, I, I, it's ri- it's rising in my throat. Get it out. I'm, it, that's gonna just be vomit. Oh, okay. Uh, um, and and I think Keith is like six. Yeah, seven, I think they're five and six. Yeah, five and six. Because RJ just started. She school. just started school, and she do have a mystery illness. Yeah, she always the sick. She's always the sick. Now, now we've talked about the Chirins. We've talked about Paul, big mean, mean, handsome, drunken Paul. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Granny and Grandpa. They they sit in their rockers all day because they're done working. Uh, I or maybe like uh, Grandpa whittles. Yep, and Grandma crochets. And she crochets, whatnot. knits. Uh, maybe she do a little garden. Mm-hmm. Just they she dispense wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, what, put a quarter we, in her mouth. <laughs> she tells you your fortune. A, oh, a quarter! Don't we just Sorry. have fortune a money? Tuppence. <laughs> she puts a scrumpins in there. Uh, a crumpins. So we uh, we've come to Sarah, who heaven up until the age of ten Eve, thinks is as her mother, and is described as and I wrote this down for later books. They say it more than once, but raw boned. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell does that mean? Burly, brawny. She ain't frail and delicate. Oh. She raw boned. Like, she looks like a s- linebacker, I guess. Oh, okay, yeah. She has, like, red, she has fire red hair and green eyes. There's only dainty and linebacker. There's dainty and linebacker. Okay. It's like the virgin whore of body types. Oh! oh. I'll like, that. Anyway. <laughs> There's no room. You're one or the other. Yeah. In the VC world. Yep. So, or you're obese. So, Sarah, 
Sarah loves Luke, um, and she is mean because she hates her fucking life because she lives in a goddamn cabin mm-hmm. with a bunch of goddamn children and has yep. to, like, shit out in the outhouse and make food out of, like, lard bis- like lard gravy and biscuits. They only, like, they never have food. No. Pa is running from the law. Mm-hmm. The feds. The feds. He's, like, running... I what this is I think you figured out the year later is the early sixties. I did figure out the so, year. but like it, again, timeless mm-hmm. is this prohibition? I is think it's running? just illegal moonshine. It's just liquor. Yeah, it's just um, illegal moonshine. So he it's doesn't he doesn't prohibition. You know he doesn't really quote unquote work. Nope. He doesn't have a four hundred one k. He gets money and then he gambles it away. Yep. or he spends it on the drink and the women's. And every so shows. often, maybe he'll bring like a grocery, a singular grocery. Seems like. Here's a cabbage. Here's the scrabbage. So they gotta like you know uh, have a garden, like you do, and they walk and they walk to the school in the town, seven miles away. Did they say that? Yeah. Oh, they walk seven miles to school. Ugh, gross. Yeah, that takes like two and a half hours. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah, yeah, seven miles to and from uphill both ways. In the snow. In the snow. Well, not sometimes. No. Yeah, seven miles to school. Oh, and meet beautiful Miss Deal. Yeah, so she... she's wonderful. Their teacher, Marianne Deal, um, was only supposed to be like a certain grade teacher, like you know, like hi, I'll teach third grade. But when she got uh, Tom and Heaven in her class, she was just like, I just really appreciate that at least two kids want to freaking learn. Promise. Yeah, and so the school let her like age with them or go go along, which oh, is wonderful. So interesting that I. There's a bit about how they couldn't afford the deposit on books. Mm-hmm. We went to public school. Yeah. Sometimes you just get books. Mm-hmm. I guess that's just like another plot point to them being the poor. Yeah, I think that it, what it was... I thought that they alluded to the fact that like they, you couldn't um, take out books from the library for free because like people didn't bring them back or something. So anyways, Miss Steele would give them books to yeah, force you to keep them. She later, out of her own pocket, paid mm-hmm. the deposit. She's a wonderful lady. She's wonderful. And they have they have books now. They have classics and not classics and all the words to take them out of their fucking cabin. Yeah, and Tom and Heaven want to just like grow up and be better. That's all they keep talking about. That's like, all they talk about is being better. Yep. About growing um, up and getting out of there. Now, my next note is the arrival of another character. I my note says Dreamy Logan shows up. Logan Stonewall. He has quality. <laughs> Lo- Heaven says Logan had something that the other boys didn't have. Quality. So, like <laughs> his name may as well be Handsome McHard Cheeks. Yeah, I think so. He's got. Co- he shows up in like a tie and like a sweater. Mm-hmm. First day. Gray slacks. Second day, a little dressed down in a flannel from Beans. I know. Ella Bean shout out. I, that's one of my notes. I thought that was really cool. She was like, someplace up north called Beans. And I was like, oh my god. That's just like up the road. We know where that is. I've been to that boot. God. I've been to that boot. So Logan is instantly like into heaven um, because she's refined, eugenically. Uh, Fanny Jealous. Yeah, because Fanny just hangs out in the coat room. And... So, they're all starving, these, these humans. Uh, I think, I don't know if this is the part where Logan buys everyone lunch and is like, you're so cute, you're starving. Uh, um, yeah. He do. He buys the whole 
family lunch because usually Miss Deal would have like quote unquote extra sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I made too many, everyone. Yeah, like the old like they never ate breakfast. The Castiles. They just... I thought they just ate. No, they just ate breakfast and dinner. No, they never ate breakfast. They went to school because they get lunch at school. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like that's factually inaccurate. But <laughs> but who cares? Anyways, never three meals. <laughs> never three meals. There are the, Sometimes that is, not even one. That is the undercurrent is mm-hmm. starvation. So here's the note I wrote down. Fanny had her own way of getting a meal. And then and then it's a, and then I wrote, Oh, Fanny is quote unquote not quite twelve in the cloakroom. Which is a very fucking nice way to say eleven. Mm-hmm. That's a nice way of saying an eleven year old's in the cloakroom. Mm-hmm. Fucking for Big Macs. So here's the passage I screenshotted, if I may dramatically read. Please. Even at the tender age of not quite 12, she (laughs) wanted to make out with much older boys who might have ignored her, but for her insistence, whore. She liked the boys to undress her, to slip their hands into her panties and start those exciting sensations only they could give her. First of all, girl, you can do that yourself. (laughs) DIY. Why? DIY. No. <laughs> You're so upset. The top of your head's about to explode. No. <laughs> this is this is a negative peer to teen life choice event. Yeah, correct. I can't. I can't. Yeah, Fanny's a lot. I feel like even saying 12 is, like, cheeky because it's, like, just it's pretty. It's tw- no, no. 11. 11. Has she even had a period? Does she have hormones? No. No. I don't think so. She just, like, wants to I was and run around. I'm upset about this. It's really upsetting for sure. Fanny's so far out of, you know, the books that we've read, which is only two Families. Almost two family, full family series, is the most stressful character. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I, I don't know. I've kind of known people like that. Just as far oh, as, as an aside, I'm sorry, dear listener. We have not addressed the fact that it's written in an accent. The Hill Folk. Oh man, we should have started with that. I'm sorry. It ain't and can't and yeah and and I struggle with it. Um, anyway. No, I want to talk about this. Okay. I want to talk about the accent real quick. Please do. So, I went and just grabbed my copy of Heaven from my bookshelf, which is fully Andrew's out right now. Um, It's literature. So we're just going to take this aside, you know, at the not even beginning of this to talk about how it's supposed to be written in sort of a really hillbilly southern accent. I cannot read in that accent. Thank you! It is, it's challenging. So, Katie... Gave me the idea of, like, reading it Scottishly, like a brogue. And that somehow flows in the brain. It does, except for... Oh, you have, like, an earmarked... <laughs> I don't, I don't. I'm just gonna try to find one. Okay. But, what I read it in is like this. You sister ain't stuck up and prissy like ya. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do nothing about Fanny Heaven. You just look up for yourself. <laughs> Who said that? Was it Tom? Uh, Sarah. Your sister Fanny is gonna be a whore, said Sarah later, her voice dull and well at hope as she pulled bed pallets from boxes. 
What? For us to put on the floor. What? They stacked up sometimes? Yeah, they said they put the bed yeah, pallet. They have one room. All right, whatever. You can't do nothing about Fanny. <laughs> so you basically give it like an auntie dip. Yeah, it's the auntie voice. Ain't right to make a man do something he hates. Even if the feds catch him sooner or later peddling moonshine. Peddling moonshine. And he'd die for he'd let him lock him up. Uh, Rather see him dead than shut up like his brothers. See, now I'm... <laughs> why have you kept this from me? Because it needed to be like this. It needs to be the live reveal. Yes, also, this is, it's been like a month since we recorded an episode, because it's like... Good life. I was away. I was away on the road, on the big road. Um... We've kept it in. Yeah, it's been very challenging. But anyways, yeah, that's how I read it. What's your next note here? Fanny Wu Chow. Who Fanny Chow? Because she was just like, Logan is just like, oh my God, heaven, like you're so beautiful. And like, I just see such a beautiful in you. And oh my God, and like, blah, be my girl. And she's like, I'm too young to get married. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. let's just be boyfriend and girlfriend. They whatever. talk about like, she wouldn't, even, she wouldn't even kiss him. Mm. Um, in the willy... The willies. I don't know why I read it. The willies. I like that. The willies. <laughs> that one's uh, still Scottish. You, you're an old maid if you're not married by 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The end. So, but he- so Heaven was like, oh, shit, that's great, because I actually didn't want to do that. It's cool to hang out with a guy who, like, doesn't want to get married before Fanny he goes through puberty. so jealous. So jealous. She just, like... Whipping off her clothes and running She's around. running around naked. Like, literally flinging herself at Logan. And he's like, oh, you're gross. Um, he's like, please I stop trying to make out with me. And then Tom is like... I'm gonna, he says, like, I'll be president someday. We'll get out of here. Um, so I wrote down this quote from Tom. I probably won't end up much of nothing if you're not there to help me believe in myself. No, you, ooh, the face you're making is, like, so sad, but I am enraged, because women are not rehab for broken men. Oh, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I'm just saying they were poor children, and all he was saying was, I want to stick together with you. That's what. I just hate, I I just feel like this is a VC Yes, for sure, and that's bad. All right. But in this situation, like, Tom did not mean it I need to scream at you a little more. Okay! That's okay. Like, I, I full yeah, not okay, toxic thought. Toxic thought, toxic mentality. But Tom did not mean it that way. What he meant was, like, we're the only two that give a shit about Anything. not being shitty. So here's, there's, there's, there's kind of, like, an extended vignette of, like, springtime walks with Logan home. Um, the Castiles are hill scum. They're just hill scum. They say it so many so times. Much scumbag and I'm Castile. so fucking confused about why. I, I get, I get that it's like conflict drives plot. I get. Yeah. But I need to know why. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, probably because Pa's always drinking in a horn and a stuffing. I don't know. He's stuffing ladies with his cack. Um. Oh. That's what he stuffs. Yeah, yeah. Does he stuff? Yeah, yeah. Does he stuff food into his children? I don't no. think so. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what? They go to church every Sunday. Oh yes, I don't think we're there yet. Are we? We are not because I I I was noting as oh, I was like reading. literally everything. Okay. Yeah, like because I he's it, doing this, big plot this okay this book was just chock full of what fucking what. <laughs> and I didn't want to forget any of it. So it was every page. I'm just writing down, uh, hair fan comes back. 
Yeah. Did you notice? Yeah. Hair fan came back. There is a point where Heaven's on a swing and her hair is a fan. Mm-hmm. So I, so it's just like hair fan. R. Jane's mystery illness. Um, there's uh, the but there's a bit where it's very like um, Heaven's so happy. There's mm-hmm. Logan and they're so innocent in the springtime. There's drudgery. To be sure. To be sure. To be sure. And Fanny never helps. Fanny never fucking helps. Ooh, you're so upset about it. Oh. Um, I are... get anxiety every time I read Fanny involved sentences, passages. Storylines. Yes. Like, I, oh, it is. Oh, guys. Guys. Guys, it's a lot. You think you know, but you don't know. Um, so then Ma. Ma. Slash Sarah is pregnant again. She's, she's pregnant. Pissed. Yeah, she's pissed. But she wants it to be Luke's look-alike boy, which, ouch, to the mm-hmm. other children's. Um, oh, also, we didn't really... They do mention that Keith and R. Jane have a special bond, much like uh, Tom, Tom and, Heaven. and Heaven's. Much like them. Uh, Keith, artistic, uh, loves the nature. R. Jane, beautiful. That's all she needs to be. Yep, that's uh, it. That's it. Even so, though she's like six, they're like, someday she'll have something to do. She'll have big fat milkers. Um, oh God. I didn't say it. They implied. No they one imp- used the phrase big fat milkers. You did say that. So she's pregnant again. And uh, she just knows it's going to be Luke's lookalike son. And he will love her again. And never go whoring again. Hmm. So, uh... Oh, it's <laughs> baby time. Well, she starts just going kind of crazy, and Heaven's getting like stressed out about it because Sarah's like talking to herself and kind of shuffling she around is and being like, 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 weird. like pause always at Shirley's place, and she's just really kind of going mad. And it's 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 sad because this poor lady's like not even thirty yet. This is her sixth kid she's coming used out. Up. Well, her fifth kid coming out because Heaven did not come out of there, but um. Yeah, and she's just like, ah. Um, right around this time, too, Logan gets into a huge fight with the boys at school to defend her honor. To defend Heaven's honor, because they were saying that she was a whore like a sister Fanny. And Heaven wants to like jump in and save him, and Tom's like, "No, girl, stay back." Yeah, she's like, "Tell him." He's like, "If I helped him, they would just kick the shit out of him even more every day." Fair. Yeah, fair. And then Logan ends up like winning the fight, freaking knocking a kid out cold, and then everyone just kind of like. Shuffles away. We're watching that. That's, really, that's really bad for that kid. <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking concussion. No, well, maybe don't talk about anyone being a whore. Don't talk about children being whores. Unless it's Fanny. I do remember. Unless you're 11 and getting your panties fingered. Go. <laughs> 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 <No>. uh, <laughs> threw a pillow at her for all of us. <laughs> no. Um, I do recall that. Fanny threw herself at Logan and was like, Yeah, just try to shove her tongue down his throat. And like, thanks for defending me. And he was like, I fucking wasn't. But Heaven was like, oh shit, I should have done that. Yeah, but then that's when they get a good smoocher. They do, yeah. And she was like, you wouldn't think that I was like, I hope you don't think I'd be like Fanny if I wanted to give you a smoocher. And he was like, you're fucking not like Fanny. Give me a smoocher. That was the point of this whole fight. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, Sarah, the, the day of the baby in <laughs> has arisen. Does Paul say why he's left at this point? Because I don't want to spoil it with what I wrote. So you, you, if you want to take the whole birth 
and describe to the listener <laughs> what happens. It starts. So, you know. The laborants. Heaven and Tom and Logan She's are supposed to, to be. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So they're supposed to be fishing. They're just going to have a Some nice fun time. late summer, whatever time it's supposed to be day. Heaven's oh, had yeah, to probably, assist. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like late summer. Heaven's had to assist the other births before. She knows yeah. what to do. And then she gets. She hears a hollering, and she's like, I've got to go help Sarah with this birth. And, like, her and Granny are like, oh. And Granny was like, oh, no. I'm old now. I can't do it. I have to sit and instruct you. Or Granny was like, this doesn't seem, this ain't seem right. This ain't. This ain't seem right. (laughs) And (laughs) Heaven was like, yeah, this seemed really messed up. Like, already she was, like, screaming. She was, like, covered in sweat. Talking about rivers of blood, rivers, rivers of blood, rivers of gore, rivers of gore, coming rivers out of, gore. of her vaginal system, quadrant, and <laughs> and then like someone had gotten a hold of Paw, and he like came, he was just hanging out with Grandpa on the porch as the men are doing. No, no, no. So she has the baby, she has the baby, and she's like, "What is it?" No, I know, but oh, Paw's okay. lurking is what he's I was just lo- saying. Oh, he's like, lurking. Okay, I said it was seen. Seen. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. <sighs> oh God, I'm sorry, I ruined it. No, Paw and Grandpa. Or being men folk out on the porch, because the inside burfins aren't for the men folk. So, or they can put them in, but they can't see them coming out. Nope, 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 nope. So Sarah, like after bleeding out an entire like river of sticks, and she then, like finally like like honks out this baby, <laughs> and heaven like sort of whoof, football catches it, and she's like, ah. And she's like, what is it? And she was like, uh... I don't know. Yeah, and then Granny was like, what's going on? And then they were both like, ah... And they didn't know what to do because apparently this child was sexless. No genitals at all. None. And had half of a head. Like like a... Like it's half no skull. Like (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It was like a Phantom of the Opera mask on his head. Yeah, yeah. It's head. It's head. And... Apparently had, was just covered in oozing sores. And so they, like, hand it to Sarah, and they're like, I guess, uh... Here you go. Here it is! So she was like... What? Yeah, she is... Ah! Is stillborn. Um, and she rushes out on the porch, thrusts the baby in Pa's arms. Look at what your whoring did! And then Pa's like... Ugh! And, like, just spikes this dead baby onto the ground. Which was an extreme reaction, I thought. I wrote, all I wrote was <laughs> half-formed baby head, syphilitic monster baby, lol. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wrote half-head, sexless oozing baby is born and pa throws it on the ground. <laughs> I kind of like, the spiking just, I just glossed over because I was laughing. He totally I threw it on the ground. so hard. At my... <laughs> That's what he did. <laughs> my joy comes from like what the fuck is next yeah what crazy thing so i'm just laughing at half formed monster baby when i just like my eyeballs just glazed over the, the that's the best part the <laughs> drop best kick part. he drop kicks He's the like, baby Ugh. into old smoky the oven yeah he spikes it off the porch or the ground or whatever and then he just gets in his truck and peels out and then, so, like, Granny's like, uh, we should wash this baby and make it nice for a, a funeral. Yeah, I mean, good, fair. So Heaven's, like, just washing this baby in a wash basin, which... You gotta wash that open skull, I guess. I... That was really disturbing for me because of the fact that it didn't go into detail. It just seemed like, 
Oh, I was just watching this baby. And, like, just watching you just it. went through talking about how it was horrific, and now you're just like, yeah, and then I just washed. Like, how do you wash off half a head and sores? Like, it was, was it just like rinse the spiked football baby dirt off of its body? Just, like, like, brush the pine needles off it. Oh, my God. I don't know. So... Heaven's like, well, that's cool. I'm going to go back in the cabin and, like, go to bed. And then she was like, hey, Granny. Great. Granny fucking dead. From the shock of the syphilitic half-formed monster baby. Yep. Ain't never seen one of those. Which, you know what, no. Um, so, Sarah just is done. Yeah, she loses her goddamn mind. She's just like, I'm going to go and... Yeah, it's Heaven like a lot like, of, like, talking to herself, like, better off without me. Yeah. Better off. Sarah was, going to uh, be Kevin was like, no, mom. She's like, I hate your mom! She was like, I, I know, but, like, I do know, but, like, but... you are. Like, yeah, yeah, the only, yeah, no, she talks fine. You are the only mother I have ever known, Sarah. And she was like, yeah, ain't your mother. Um, and Heaven wakes up and she's like, oh my god, I smell fruit. <laughs> After they've been, like, starving. Because Sarah just let her fell fucking go. She was, like, rightfully depressed as shit. And, like, just not doing any housework, not cooking. Like, so Heaven was like, all right, well, that makes sense. I'll just do this. She stops going to school. And um, then Sarah just leaves. Like, Heaven wakes up and she's like, oh, I smell fruit. This is great. And she was like, hey, Sarah, there's fruit. Oh, no, you're gone. And there was just, like, a scrawled note to her dad that was just like, I'm out of here. Bye. And so, Heaven has to stay home from school to do all the chores and watch the children's. I know, I feel like, yeah, and she is like, you go, Tom, because I'm smarter than you. And you need to do all the learnings you can learn. And our Jane's mystery illness. Um, so, they kind of have this, like, Paul doesn't know that Sarah left. Not for a hot minute. Not for, oh, he's out. Yeah. He's just out, like you do. Um, and they kind of have this, like, no, he'll be back. Like, he's always, like, back. He never lets us starve to death. <laughs> That's, like, his saving grace. We're on, like, the brink of death. Um, so they kind of carry on, and, and I do know that, I, I remember one point they wake up, and, and, uh, R.J. and it's like, Mom, hungry, please. Uh, and she has, like, two cold biscuits, and Fanny's like, yo! Yeah, Fanny sucks. So then they kind of, kind of like, got to figure it out, and like, Tom goes a hunting, and uh, and uh, Tom has to like try to hunt and fish and trap, and he do try to look for. So so then they decide to go with stealing. Before Fu- that, though, um, which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. Going going to stealing. But before that, like, Logan's like, hey, Heaven, like, uh, I'm super worried about you because Heaven tells Tom to tell... Heaven tells Tom to tell other people that Sarah's not feeling well. Mm. And so she needs to stay home and help with RJ now that Granny's gone. Like, she doesn't want anyone to know that their pa just, like, took off because she's got too much pride. Um, so Logan finally comes to the house and he's just like, hey. And he's, like, wearing sunglasses because apparently in that fight, like... He was wearing some, contact lenses, yeah, scratched like his cornea, scr- and, like, he had to go to the doctor and get a surgeries. Maybe even in Boston. We don't know. Oh, probably. 
so yeah so it was like just really like Kevin was just such a dick to Logan he was like I'm just checking and she's like don't you fucking pity me get out of here and he was like alright like I feel kind of bad that I walked all of seven fucking miles here to see you and I can't you don't see give her, you don't give her any of anything for the pride nothing she could have like not been a dick about mm. it like she was like you guys dear listener she was mean she was really mean she could have just left. And, like, the whole time she's like, why am I being such a bitch? That's all. She wasn't even like, oh, it's nice to see you. She's like, oh, you came to see how I live and judge me. That's not really being prideful. That's being hateful. Mm. Spateful. Anyways. They're anyway. hungry and they go a-stealing. They're hungry and they go a-stealing, which, uh, no judgment uh, if they gotta survive. Uh, you know, they're very quaint. Stealing pies. Stealing pies. Chickens chickens um and also like they noticed that the 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 town women when they unload their groceries mm-hmm. will like take a sack in and leave some sacks and they just grab and go they mentioned that tom tries to get a job but they won't hire hill folk because they steal so fuck that let's keep stealing yep yeah. huh? i mean they do perpetuate the exact same thing that they said was maybe unfair yeah but he was trying to get a job before they went st- uh, stealing though hmm. So, I don't know. That happens because you gotta uh, just believe in people sometimes. The next Give thing I wrote was fuck a two-hour walk to church. She makes fucking brittle old gramps like shuffle down yep. to church because Paul left and took the took the truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Deal usually buys the children ice creams, mm-hmm. and uh, heaven is again too many pridefuls. And she was like, I didn't want the ice cream because they'll talk me, which obviously Fanny does. And, uh, then she's like, you know what? Miss, beautiful Miss Deal is like, fuck this ice cream. Let's, you're my guests for lunch. And they go to the fanciest restaurant. Because Fanny blurts out, like, I haven't eaten. No, we don't have, we're not fine. We don't have food at home. Ma's gone, Pa's gone. And so Miss Deal's like, okay. Okay, let's go to lunch. Now, they go to lunch. And this is where... I kind of came to this idea that this book is just vague ideas with just enough detail. Let me explain. Yes, please. Because it's like, all right, plot point. Uh, go to fancy lunch. Be looked down upon. But we gotta like, we gotta like. I'm making the stretch it out motion. We gotta like, <laughs> like, like just just enough to. Stretch. It looks fancy. Uh, it's like red velvet and gold touches. Done. Yep. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and there's a uh, fine folk. How many fine folk are in this town <laughs> having lunch on a Sunday? There is many fine folk having lunch. Yeah, it's lunch. confusing to me, like, <clears throat> what the, whatever you call it of the town is. Makeup. Demographic. Demographics! Many fine folks having lunch. In Winnerow. In Winnerow on a Sunday afternoon at, like, a velvet and gold embellished establishment. So I picture this place just having, like, one road. Right? Yeah. Let's go to the restaurant. Could be an Applebee's for all we know. <laughs> it's probably an Applebee's. I also wrote waiters being a little dramatic wiping off the menus. Yes, seriously. Because they're so gross. They bathe weekly, just before church. So they are clean. But they're like, ah, wiping off the menus. <clears throat> like dusting them off. Like not even like, I don't know, like just shaking them off. Like, ugh. Like, Invisible cooties. <laughs> 
So they have a lovely lunch, and it's crazy, and they're, like, so grateful. Yeah, there's, like, roast beef. There's, like, many, many courses. Uh, But what happens? Um, RJ, with her mystery illness, she's like, thanks, this is the best. (laughs) So my note is chew and spew. She barfs it up. Thanks. Um... So then Miss Deal's like, I'm going to help you. But then she has to, like, leave for a family emergency. Yeah, her mom got sick. And then Pa Pa shows back up. And he's like, where's my wife? And everyone's like, oh, your wife left you. Because he's like, I got groceries. Uh, And then he, uh, he, uh. And then later after she leaves, she realizes that it's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah, he hucks groceries and leaves. Yep. And I think at some point she's like, we just fucking ate everything. And then we're like, oh shit, we're starving again. Yeah, a couple of times. She's like, oh, I'm trying to make it stretch out, but like, it's so cool to have bacon. I had two I apples agree. today. Um, Pig. Later on, when he comes back again, he's like, I got syphilis. Okay. From whores. So that's why it was a syphilitic baby. Yeah, he was like, that's why I've been away. I'm trying to get, get my better. Treatment, get my treatment. Like, where? Where was he? Like, neither one of us Googled syphilis, treatments for syphilis. I just, like, it's just weird that he's, like, gone for times, months, two weeks on end, doing something. I don't know. He was like, well, you got no ma, no pa, I gotta, and he's, like, hucking bags, and he's like, burn those bags, don't touch anything I touched. (laughs) Is that how syphilis works? I don't know. Is it surface transmissible? It's the COVID of the Castiles. Did he jizz on the bags? Is it sexually transmitted? Probably. He did. He rubbed it. He, the bags <laughs> he was storing in his asshole, in his colon, and he pulled them out like a bag he dispenser that his, you keep in the pantry. He rubbed his cock on every bag. Yeah. On the outside. Yeah, the outside. outside. So, <laughs> so he, he's got himself a plan. Yep. He's got himself a plan to care for his children's. Shows back up on Christmas and he's like, Oh, I'm just gazing down to my my two littlest ones, and heaven's like it's so weird that he's got them in the his fire. arms because he never held these kids. This is interesting. Maybe he's changed. Did he change? No. No. Oh. So on Christmas, what happened? A car pulls up, and he's like, "All right, listen, assholes, we're <laughs> <laughs> gonna go live with other families because we're poor. We got nothing." Uh, it's these two. It's the two little ones. Yeah, they're gonna pick one. one they're gonna pick one. Shut up. Everyone shut the fuck up about it, or I'll beat the shit out of you. Yep. And what did you note about the couple? The, the, there's a couple that comes to purchase the chillins. I'm sorry, they come- As a Christmas gift, Pa sells his kids to a fat couple from Maryland, Lester the lawyer and his pretty wife. Multiple times. It's like, oh, you're fat. Yeah. It's a fat couple. Um, and Heaven's like... So they're, like, talking about the wife being surprisingly pretty. pretty. Fuck off. <laughs> um, and Heaven's like, oh, she's sick all the time, and he's not really butch, so... Yeah, and they can't be apart. And so the wife is like, mm, let's have, have both. both of them, then. And then they tear they out of their screaming. So they do. 500 apiece. Um, and then after that, Heaven is having a grief, and, uh... <laughs> And, uh, then Fanny's like, I wish it'd been me. While they huddle for warmth all together on the bed. Um, and then it is her. And, uh, who buys Fanalana Ding Dong? Fanalana Ding Dong. 
Uh, pa sells Fanny to the good Reverend Waylon Wise and his wife Rosalind. Rosalind. He does make an eyeball at Slatacious Fanny, and he gives her a fur coat. Yeah. Because as as the religious people of Winnero, they are the wealthiest. Of course, of course. Um. So that's that. And then Tom's next. Yeah. Well, um, they decide they want to run. Um, Tom and Heaven are like, shit. We're just gonna we're gonna run away because we can't get separated. We don't want to be sold off. But then that does not work. Like, yeah. Paul's like. Paul just kind of shows back up. Yeah. And he just he like sleeps in a chair by the door. Yeah, because he's he's like oh, my money's not gonna go running away. So this dairy farmer shows up and buys Tom. It's business. Yep. And he's like, here's my strong broad. Yeah, it was like he looked at his teeth like he was a fucking horse. It was really mm-hmm. weird. But I guess it makes sense. The dairy farmer. It was like, like actual slavery. Oh, I forgot to mention um, that the lawyer has Paul sign all these papers, and he's like. Now, as you can see by these papers, this child sale is legally binding. Yeah. You're a lawyer. Yeah, you know, you're not allowed to sell people. You are not allowed to sell people. I guess if you call it an adoption fee. Yeah. Like a rehoming a dog kind of thing. (sighs) Woof. Woof. Uh, And then... And then... It's Heaven's turn, and he's like... That same night, like, she watches... Tom right away, and then like a couple hours later, hey, it's your turn. surprise! And pause. Like I got a surprise for you. You can pick which family you want to go to. La 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 la. And I thought that it was just so fucking contrived. It was like, oh, there was this like young couple, and like there was a handsome husband, and like the wife was the prettiest lady I've ever seen because she was wearing hot pink everything, and this other couple looked stuffy. And, like, we, the readers, are like, okay, I'm going to pick the cute couple, and they're going to not work out. And she definitely was like, they were older and distinguished. I thought maybe I can get away with more with the younger couple. She had zero conversations with either couple. She was allowed to choose who she wanted to live with, and she spoke no words to either of them until she went, them. And that's insane. Like, girl, like, we're led to believe that she's got more brains than that. It was a panic time. Uh, so... So as the old, the older dignified couple just kind of, like... Shrugs and goes away. Okay, I'm gonna go buy a kid somewhere else. <laughs> so, uh... Then, I, for some reason, they were all, like, kind of silent while this was happening. Yeah. The woman, Kitty was like prancing around and being weird and uh once the older couple leaves she's like oh y'all made the right choice up and And, like the the twang and heaven is like oh no yeah maybe i should have had one sentence conversations with either of them Mm. so then they go and then she was like this lady was more beautiful Oh like, God. the more you looked at her, the more beautiful she became. Mm. Unless you looked at her really close. And, and then, then she was not as pretty as I thought. Her tracksuit is giving her massive fucking mammal toe. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I don't her know. fucking moose knuckle is aggressive. My note was, so, the more you look at that hot pink suit lady, the prettier she is. Unless you really look at her, question mark. <laughs> uh, so, it's Cal Dennison and his wife, Kitty. Kitty has red hair, like... 
stiff but also styled in some fashion. Very aggresso. Large, uh, large hair. Large hair. Uh, basically like a John Waters type of woman. Yeah, like I kind of picture that for John sure. Waters, uh, novel and they drive. Like a mink stole kind of. They're just driving forever. They're just, they're like, take, take nothing. All this shit is dirty. And, uh, she needs to take, she needs to take her suitcase that belonged to her mother, but like hidden in the shawls. So she pretends like it's just a bundle of shawls. Like what shape is this suitcase? Shawl shaped. Yes, a bundle of shawl-shaped suitcase? Where can I find one of those? Uh, and Kitty don't like that. Um, my note during the, like, the drive down, and it's very, like, having seen the, like, having a McDonald's. Yep. Uh, fine. I wrote down, Cal Nice Man, Kitty Freeway Handy. Of yeah. course her name is Kitty. I wrote Linda, because there's a point where Kitty was like, that name is stupid. Heaven's a place, not a person. I was like, the name Linda. I'm going to call you Linda. And then she mentions it to Cal. And I was like, the oh, fuck, Kitty? Like, we just took her away from her family. Don't change your goddamn name, too. Linda. But Kitty got that cow whipped ass. Yeah. She is like, meh. What if I give you a fucking tug job on the highway? And he's like, that's dangerous, man. He's like, don't do that. <laughs> don't do don't that. Do that. So they get the, uh, they live in Atlanta. Right outside. So. Well, she makes a point to be like, we're not really in Atlanta. We're in a suburb outside of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Huh. And you get to Kitty's house. Kitty is extremely mentally ill. She really is. Uh, obsessed with cleanliness in like an OCD fashion. And uh, they got new rugs while they were gone, like bright white rugs, bright white rooms, with, like all these like ceramics everywhere. Yeah, they got new wallpaper. They that wallpapered, yeah. And she's always like, "This shit is wrong." So then she's like, "Cal, go buy heaven new nightgowns." So she sends Cal. She disposes of Cal. Sends him to the Kmart the that's Kmart open till midnight for the Lysol bath. Well. Before even that, like, Heaven's just sort of taking in what it looks like, because it's just sterile, white as fuck, everything. Except for all of these, like, insanely colorful ceramic animals that Kitty made. And it's just, like, wild, but then also Kitty's like, ugh, they didn't put my chairs back right, we gotta move this furniture. And Heaven, like, says that it takes him, like, an hour to, like, you're allowed to think it's, like, two chairs. So I don't know how how it would take an hour to move two chairs, but... Mental illness is a complicated thing. So then she's like, oh, she's like, don't sit on the toilet. Put the seat cover on. Here's a, like, plastic bit. Put your clothes on it. Don't stand on my floor. Yep. Because you've got hill scum on you. Yep, and lice. I have to scrub it off. I have to scrub off the lice. She fills the tub with burning hot water. Yep, scalding. Scalding and Lysol. Yeah, fucking Lysol. Which... Dear listener, I'm not sure if you know, dear listener, was marketed as a douche yep. back in the day. It was a multi-purpose. It was like, you could use it for anything, even you stanky lady bits. No. Don't do that. Don't do that. Women died because they didn't dilute it enough. Yep. It was just like a straight shot of like a raw Lysol up in the stuff. Yeah, guess what? Don't do that. Set, stop judging my vagina. So, oh, oh. So, I also wrote down Kitty in her tiny bra and panties. Yeah, because she just, like, got into her undies to it was scrub a, heaven. Yeah. 
And it's like her body was t- toy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she was stacked, if I can say that. You can. Please do. No, that's what the book said. Oh. <laughs> Heaven was like, and I looked at her, and I thought, I thought she's stacked. If I can say that. Damn, girl. Them titties. And your fucking tiny, the tiny crotch V of your panties. I'm saying that. Nope. Um, I even wrote it in my notes with many A's. No. No! So that happens. Uh, I also wrote, Kitty is a psycho and a moron. Dangerous combo. Yeah. So Heaven's like, ah, uh, that I is am a too hot. Lady. She's like, I, this is scalding, and I, 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 I bathe. I took a freaking bath like this morning or yesterday she's oh, like you she's like i know it looks gross there's but, like, no lice on like you can see and she was like no we gotta we, you'll feel so gotta, much better once we scrub gotta. it off and she was like ah and like tried to like distract her so the bath could cool down some but then like kitty ends up pouring more scalding water and basically like just like burns a, a whole layer just burns her she does like a wrestling flip like into it like if you guys have ever seen the first Nightmare on Elm Street, there's a scene where Nancy's in the bath, and she keeps, like, tr- struggling, trying to get out of it, but Freddy's pulling her down. It's this bit in reverse. Like, she's, like, basically being drowned in scalding Lysol water. With, and she's getting... Kitty's got a freaking brush! Like, like a toilet brush on her face. Yeah, basically. <laughs> she, and she, like, puts a tar shampoo, shampoo in her hair. To kill the lice. To kill the lice that aren't even... There. They do not exist. You gotta kill the eggs. It's a lot, and poor Heaven's just like... <laughs> she, like, at some point, while Kitty is, like, tarring her hair, like, she turns on the cold faucet and flings it into her burning, scalding eyeballs. Which Kitty apparently was fine with. Yeah. She's, you know, it, the bath was almost done. And she keeps talking about how exhausted she is, and, like, how she can't focus on what Kitty is saying, and, like... She kind of spaced out and Kitty like slammed her head on the wall and she's like, you're listening to me! That's right. Yeah. She's like, call me mother! Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry, Kitty. Yeah, it was a lot. So um, Evan's like, shit, maybe I should have had a conversation with it, either of them. And uh, then Cal's like, here's your fucking nightgowns and she's like, Kitty, what the fuck? Yeah. And then he's like, alright, I'm gonna do the pull-out sofa for you. Mm-hmm. And Kitty was like, no. The note I wrote was, Heaven has to sleep between the married couple so she doesn't masturbate herself into oblivion and terror bang. Yeah. Like, she was like, no, I know what hill girls do by themselves. Sinful. It's sinful. sinful. She's sleeping between us. And Cal's like, are you fucking, why? Uh, so that was great. And, but also, Kitty's like, you want, yeah, she like puts on negligee and she's like, you think I'm a caught? He's like, why are you acting like this? But he is a fool for titties. It's a little bit of a fool for Teddy, but who isn't? So that's happened. So that happens for a bit. She has to sleep in between them so she doesn't touch herself. Until Cal is just like, snugs up with Heaven. He's like, yeah, I'm ready to go to bed, Kitty. And she's like, ah, get this girl out of my bed. And yeah, Cal's like, right. <laughs> So she gets uh, to do that. So we haven't even told you, dear listener, that Kitty Dennison is a hairdresser. She is for all the famous folks in the Atlanta area. Have you been trained in hairdressing? I uh, she, when she's like trying to like yank the knots out of Heaven's hair, Heaven's like, "Can you just not?" And she's like, "Have you been trained as a hairdresser?" Because I have. And she's like, "I'm telling you, that's not how my hair works." Well, but, but have you been trained? <laughs> the next day, she does like do it gentle, and she's like, I'm "Sorry, I had to yell." Just like real like abuser shit. Ugh. 
Uh, she also teaches ceramics on the weekends. Yep. <laughs> In the garage. There it is. They take her school shopping, but buy all the clothes, like, a little bit too large. They ug- they make her ug up a little bit. Yeah, because she's like, well, I'm not going to buy you new clothes when you grow out of these. So I'm buying you these shit clothes that are just going to last longer. And she goes to school with, like, her horrible, like, clunky shoes and, like, stuffy clothes. Um, it is revealed that Heaven has to, like, scrub everything very specifically. Yep. And she's like, I don't know newfangled things. And Kitty's like, any idiot can make toast! And she's like, we don't have a toaster. And she's like, I don't fucking know. Like, what is even What is toaster? bread? <laughs> what is bread? This comes sliced now? Yeah, seriously. They, um... The first day that having gets home from school, there are like eight five by eight cards listing like all of the chores she has to do. So I wrote like, "Cool, she's an indentured servant now." Um, but also, it's like she couldn't find one of the cards, and I went, "Heaven, how you managed to lose a five by eight card in a spotless house?" Shaking my damn head. <laughs> Did they ever come back to that? Nope. What was on the card? I don't know what was on the card. Like she read was through it all just the cards. Like, don't think, touch yourself. I don't know. It was some bullshit. I just realized they never come back to that card. No, she ends up asking Cal, like, what would have been on the card? He's like, she doesn't actually really fucking know. I don't know. He's like, yeah, she's fucking crazy. He's like, you don't have to work as hard as you think you do. Because everything is spotless, so just make sure it, like, symbolizes it, but you don't have to, I know, but Heaven's like, well, I did get my head fucking slammed into a wall, so... And so Cal's like, fuck, alright, we'll be pals. Like, she's working all the time anyways. I wrote down shopping movie dinner, and he's like, let's, you know what, fuck this, let's go, let's Mm -hmm. have, like, let's get you some, like, actual nice clothes, let's have, like, some nice food. And I'll take you to a movie, and she's like, I've never been to a movie. What was the movie? Sound of Music. Which was released in 1965. So, Heaven is... So, she's 14. Or 15 at this time. Like, she's aging. She's aging. So, Heaven was born in 1950. Okay. Is what I gleaned from this. Okay. Now we know. Yep. So their relationship is relationshiping, and a lot of times when Kitty is teaching ceramics, having kind of, like, fucks off her chores, and they go to have, like, a nice food, a nice thing, and their relationship is relationshiping uh, away. Um, there's hugging. I wrote down the curve of his body type of hugging. Yeah. Does that mean his dang... His dangling. I think she just means that, like, it was, like... A full, like, a, a full, like, a full, thing. yeah, like, like a when full you body hug. Because, you know, if she had felt his dingus, she would have been like, oh, and the maleness of him the swole, maleness of swole against my thigh or some shit. Yeah, okay, it's when you, like, there, there comes a point where it turns and there's, like, a full body hug. Yeah. I Which, wrote, Cal is very nice, and getting horny for heaven, question mark? So, Kitty's not yet 40. She's in her mid to late 30s, and I think Cal's in his mid to late 20s. So, and Heaven is a burgeoning woman. A women's. So, that's it. He's younger. Um, it's also brought up that he can't leave Kitty because she paid for his electrician school. Yeah, he owes her like 100 grand or some shit. Quote unquote, whatever. How? <laughs> but also, he is also, um, like, under the spell of titties. Yeah, for sure. Um, she loves hot pink. C- that's all she wears. So a couple of uh, uh, quotes I wrote down for Kitty is, uh, 
I think that night that they got back or another time, she, Cal, I got me yearnings tonight. <laughs> or as I actually read it, Cal, I got me yearnings tonight. And then, uh, you know, she's just having like a girl talk with Heaven one time and she's talking about boys and she says, all is dying to slam their bangers into your whammer. I just wrote down Patreon's ex-bangers. Yeah. They're bangers into your whammer. Bangers into, into your, your, your whammer. Y-E-R, your whammer. Your whammer. I would not call my vagina zone a whammer. No. No. Wham. No. Wham. No. Wake me up before you go, go wham. No. No. It's not George Michael and the other guy down there. Yeah, whoever that guy was. Andrew something. Um, Andrew Niederman. <laughs> my whammer. Slam their bangers into your whammers. It's really upsetting. Just go through your life thinking about slamming bangers into whammers. I just stared at that sentence like... like I, that? Like, I ain't no angel when it comes to talking about things or knowing about stuff. But Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So hang no. <laughs> They're bangers and a whammer. Uh, so meanwhile, Heaven's been writing to um, Tom and Logan, and Tom hasn't written back. And then in the first letter she gets from him, she reads that like he has written her a bunch of letters. So like Tom ri- written... Tom's written a bunch of letters, but Heaven has only gotten one. Who's hiding these bitches? Mm -hmm. Is it Cal? And then, spoiler alert, we never find out. We don't know what the fuck happened to all of those many letters Tom said that he... No follow-through. No follow-through. At some point, I don't remember when Heaven gets, like, her, like, kind of own room and doesn't sleep on the couch. There's a point where, after there's, like, a lot of, like, dinner shopping movie... Um, full body hugging where he's like she's she's getting her own bed we're getting nice furniture and he's she's like get shitty furniture and he's like no we're getting nice furniture there's a bunch of cabinets that she's not allowed in and there's like closets locked I wrote so many locked doors ooh metaphor seriously so there's like so there's like Kitty's like ceramic stuff and like a bunch of locked cabinets but then like it's also her room FYI there's locked cabinets yep mystery doors uh speaking of um furniture and bedroom I wrote yay more grooming with the party horn emoji Mm -hmm. so so that's happening um do you have your heaven book right here great I'm gonna see if it's the same page number as mine so heaven decides this progresses I think heaven grows up a bit to 16 this kind of like goes on and they kind of say like oh and then I did a school and then I had a birthday and time Mm -hmm. progresses and now it's two years later so heaven decides she's like we need to have a birthday for kitty yeah let's do a party for kitty because she's been fucking weird and i just want to be nice to this lady yeah like maybe she'll actually like be she's just poor heaven is craving paternal love like maternal parental 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 love in any way like she just really wants to be like i wish that people who taken care of me didn't treat me like a piece of shit and Cal's like, don't fucking do a surprise party. Yeah. This will blow the fuck up in your face. Yep. Thanks. I mean, actually, thanks, Cal. Yeah, no shit. Um, so Evan, like, got ready for the party, got everything all nice, and then she got dressed, and then she was like, oh, it's, like, rainy outside. P.S. 
everything that happens next is supposed to happen within one hour. Thank you. Yeah, like the it, timeline on this is insane. Or two what hours, is happening? I guess. She like takes two naps. There's a. Sp- <laughs> I wrote, what the fuck is this party nap? So there's a there's a time between when Heaven is done prepping for the party and the party happens. It's gonna be like two hours ish. She's having a little nappy nap and she's like dreaming and she's just like and she rolls over. Yeah, she's on got her, her side. She took her like doll, her mommy doll, her mommy doll out so she could like watch her get ready, and then she like apparently has conversations. Well, that's that's fine. That's nice. That's I feel sure. like that's healthy. Um. So she has a little nappy nap, like she falls asleep on her back, like making sure not to, like ruffle up her dress, and then like she wakes up again because thunder or some shit, and then she's like mm, so snug and like rolls over, rolls over on, and her curls on her side, and falls back asleep, and then she's having like kind of nice, kind of weird dreams, and all of a sudden, <gasps> Kitty's in the doorway. I seen you. I seen you rubbing on your pillow. No, she was like, "How dare you sleep on your side?" That was it. I told you, you're not allowed. And this is also the first we as readers are reading this. We're like, wait, what the, you really? Ne- you literally never said that. That we read. Yeah, that we know about. So, yes, because that's not, yeah, yeah. And then they kind of start having it out. And she was like, what is your obsession with laying on your side? I don't understand you. And then she's like, oh, wait a minute. And then she like starts like fucking humping her pillow. Yeah, she was like, oh, you're worried about, oh, do this? Ha-ha! <laughs> and then Kitty blows her her fucking hot pink stack. <laughs> well, Heaven 2 is just like, yeah, I heard you loud mouth. Because she was just like, I'm fucking over this shit. Fair, but... That's right. Kitty I heard you loud mouth. She is a psycho, so you don't want to do that. Uh, so Kitty, like, beats the shit out of her. Yeah. Really bad. And then... Oh, what did she say? She was like, I know where your siblings are. Yeah, she says that she knows where Keith and RJ are. Uh, and you have to burn, you have to burn your mommy doll, and then I'll tell you. And Heaven's an idiot, and she was like, well, okay, fine. Well, and she was like, she doesn't, she's like, don't make me, she's like, if you make me take it from you, I'm not gonna tell you. You have to burn it of your own volition. So she does, and then... Heaven flips out, and she's, she's like, like ah, I wish you were in the fire! And then Kitty, like, I wish beats, you were in the fire. Beats her into unconsciousness. Yes. And they kind of drags her to her room and then that has a party. They drags her to her room. And when Cal, Cal's like, hello. She's like, Kitty went to a strip club. Yep. With her drunken friends. And she said you were having a nap. So I just was like, what the fuck are all these party naps? And where was Cal? Cal, he said that, because when she, he looked, he like got kind of a glimpse of how fucked up she was. Because like her dress was torn. And he was like, that's why she was clinging to my side all night. Because she didn't want me to go look for you. So then I wrote... I, uh, ugh, and he's like, mm-hmm. I wrote, uh, Fondle, ew, page 338. So he is just like, like loving on heaven and being so fucking inappropriate. I wrote much to my surprise in quotes because heaven said much to my surprise. He was like gently kissing my neck or something. Was he raining kisses upon her uh, face? He may have been raining kisses uh, um, to take away her pain and she was like, eh, I'm, so, I'm, abu- I'm abused. Father figure, what can you do for me? And he was like, I could fondle. Yep. I could do a fondle. He's oh, like, best, you- best, best I can do is fondle. And it's fucking <laughs> gross because she talks about her like her eyes swollen shut, she's got a sprained ankle. 
What you got? What you got? <laughs> I I wrote I wrote this page number. First of all, any sentence that I pick, I can see the paragraph I specifically wanted to talk about, but I just landed on. He was crying yep. and said, I wish you weren't just a beautiful child. Yep. I wish you were older. Yep. He also says that she looks, you look so beautiful in the moonlight. Uh, like, much, to my fucking... surpri- much to my surprise, his lips were making a trail all around my throat, savoring the taste and feel of my flesh. She's afraid because it comes out like, yeah, that's... first of all, but prior to this, she always, she always hears Kitty, like, rubbing up against him and then telling him no. Mm-hmm. So she's like, if I say no, I'm no better than her. Ugh. So here's the part that I was... I mean, mine's covered in vomit. <laughs> Still, I whispered, no. But it didn't stop him from kissing where he wanted to kiss or fondling where he wanted to fondle. Yep. Let's just, let's just... I summed that whole thing up with Cal, while crying, makes out with a beat-up heaven, and then gives her a watch. At the end of that shit, he's like, here's this gold watch I got you. To count down the seconds so you can leave this abuse. That now I am a full part of. That I am now a full fucking part of. Also, you can't ever wear it because Kitty will get mad. My kissy fondles. Ugh, and then it stops with, like, thank goodness, like, rubbing me around outside of my clothes like was enough for him so sad because she's like he's my only friend and if i turn him away i won't have anybody (laughs) i don't know if they sorry this is my next note made me really laugh Mm. do they have some secret rubbins like kind of like on the dl they kind of like have like a little secret relationship but they don't fuck i don't know i don't do they fuck i don't not yet at some point at some point spoiler alert at some point um they do fuck um. Okay, not yet. The next note I wrote was hamster soup tubby time. I wrote Jesus fucking chuckles. <laughs> Ow! Is it my Yeah. So we tell the listener who chuckles is. So heaven, like before, uh. It's, for After some this. reason, like, unseasonably freezing for May. It's unseasonably and freezing in Heaven's Atlanta. Heaven's teacher was like, hey, you gotta take our... No, she says more than once, I cannot take this animal. Yep. yep. And he's like, I guess it'll die. Yeah. There's a pregnant hamster in her science class or some shit. And he's like, you gotta bring her home. And, like, I'll send you home with a video camera in case she starts burfing out. And Heaven's like, I can't. Like, I my, really can't. my mom, my mother... Like, doesn't like animals. He was like, I've met her before. She seems so nice. She just means, seems so nice with those titties. Yeah, you like your boobs. Um, and she's like, I can't. And he was like, well, she'd probably die if she left her alone. And so, I'm going to be out of town. I guess she'll and die. And no one else can do it. So even though you said you can't do it, you, you're the only one who can do you're it. You're the only one. So she gets guilted again into something that she doesn't want to do. And so she just, like, hides, chuckles downstairs. Basement. And she's like... Hey, why don't you just like just, she like greases her wheel, not metaphorically, so that it doesn't squeak when she runs around, and she like covers it up and makes sure that you can't hear the hamster wheel. They get all the way to Sunday morning before the discovery. Perhaps, maybe we don't know. So she's up, and then Kitty's like, "Hey, why don't you go have a shower before church? Churches? Before church? Churches?" Kitty goes to many different churches, by the way. Mm-hmm. As an aside, just as a casual aside, 
She sampled many religions. The end statement. I think that's fine. That is fine, but it's like kind of brought up that they go to churches, uh, like you know, Catholic, Buddhist, Muslim, Jewish. Every so they just sample. I guess that's cool to establish they have a, a religious uh, schedule. Pinterest? A Pinterest. A Pinterest. So before the religious times, why don't you go? Why don't you go up in the shower? Heaven's like great. You seem to be in a great mood. This is cool. Kitty has a migraine all weekend and sleeps away. That's right. Yeah, and then wakes up Sunday and she's like, oh, I feel so much better. Mm. Mm. So when Heaven goes to the bathroom to get in the shower, she utters a blood-curdling scream. Because at the right in the tub, there's chuckles. Eviscerated. With her guts coming out of her mouth and a trail of her babies coming out. A trail of babies. It is coming out her hamster soup tubby time. Yeah. <laughs> so she flips her shit and having do. She like runs to get Cal and uh, who's just whistling in the shower for like forty five minutes. Just whittling in the shower. <laughs> and she's like, "Let me spill the whole tea for twenty two minutes." So then and there was this thing that was a hamster and I hid the hamster and the hamster was here and then and then he's like, "What the fuck's happening?" So they rush to the bathroom that Heaven uses and it's all cleaned up. There's nothing there's there. There's nothing there. Clean, clean as a whistle, they say. Clean as a whistle. And she was like, do you mean that rat I got? Why do you want a rat? You're fucking gross. And then she's like, why didn't Cal look in the trash to find the eviscerated hamster? Because he loves titties. And then Cal's like, you can't tell your teacher. Just tell the teacher that Chuckles died during childbirth. <laughs> Much like Heaven's mother did. Ah! Oh no, it's all coming back. And apparently her... Science teacher is like, yeah, all right, and then gets another pregnant hamster named Chuckles and just replaces. So I guess she didn't need to take Chuckles home. She didn't fucking need to take Hamsters Chuckles just die. Mm. So that's that. So Kitty starts having this mystery illness. She's just like, I'm headache, I'm sick. Oh, I wrote down before we get there, hamster soup tubby time, and I said, honestly, I haven't just fucked Cal for survival. I wrote because mystery illness and then and the boning begins. Heaven is shooketh. But before then, I was like, maybe she should just fuck him to survive like a couple years, months, because she's like almost graduated. Just make the abuse like as a refuge from the abuse. Um, and then the quote when that's the fucking start, the quote that Heaven said, which was, she's like, ah, it's just. It's it's like it's just happening. No one has any agency in their own actions. Things just happen. I didn't willfully twine my fingers in his hair. Oh, they're disembodied. You can't. They act without you commanding them. I just I felt really bad about it because clearly this poor bitch is just so starved for love and just wants people to see her and appreciate her. And Kitty's abuse is so traumatic to her that, like, she thinks that it's an okay alternative to be, like, let this grown man sleep with her. I wrote that, but then when it happened, I was like, oh, no. Because I was like, maybe she should just fuck him for survival get through high school, and get out. But then when it happened, I was like, oh, that was a bad idea. Don't listen to me. Yeah, don't character. listen to you. 
Um, so yes, I didn't write anything about the illness, but you did. So yeah, because Kitty was just basically like catatonic. She just stopped she talking. She just like pieced out. Of yeah, she's like brain. staring at walls and stuff. And, and Cal's like, yeah, fuck awesome. And like, Heaven was in her room, and she like heard some like French jazz music or some shit, Spanish, Latino, some Spanish French, and. She goes down and like they almost make out and she's like no and she like runs to her room and then she's like shit he's my only friend he'll reject now I'm me just now. like kitty and then she went back down and then yeah they had like even when he did the things that made the bed squeak <laughs> yeah so yeah they're boning while Kitty's just like she's in the hospital during this time they brought her I didn't write anything what, for a long time yeah they so tried you, to figure out what the hell was wrong with her because like heaven was like uh cow. She'll probably call the fucking hospital because Kitty was just, like, being crazy. So they start boning. Like, Kitty's in the hospital for, like, two months, and they're doing a bone and stuff, and Heaven's just basically thinking about it, like, polite payment for all he's done to her. For her. Oof. Oof. Freudian slip. And, um... That's heartbreaking, y'all. So, they're like, well... We gotta do something like, pity. Mm. We should we're gonna bring her to Winterrow to be with her folks. Her family is gonna is gonna step in for the care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go to Winterrow and I enjoy that she's like it really was like a winner's row. Winterrow. Um now the Kitty uh Cal alludes to Kitty's upbringing as being traumatic. Mm-hmm. She is been abused. And she has she, gotten the hot baths. She's gotten the Lysol baths. Mm-hmm. She was handcuffed to a bed for having hot pants. Um, because she liked to fuck. She, we didn't. She oh was impregnated. God. We didn't even. We didn't even. Neither of us wrote a note where that came up. Because we were like, we're obviously gonna remember this. We didn't remember this. So oh, the oh. reason Kitty wanted to buy heaven from Pa. Luke Castile, if you will. He impregnated her when she was 13-ish. Yep. And she gave herself an abortion. She got herself an abortion. Uh, I read gave. I think she got one. Okay. But either way, yeah, like she got... Luke got her all pregos, and he was like, I'm not having your fucking... Nah, I'm not gonna be there for your stupid kid. That's not my fault that you got pregnant. So she aborts, and and then couldn't have children's. Yeah, and, like, right after she aborts is, like, when he meets Heaven. Uh, sorry, Lee. Lee. And then Heaven is born. Yes. So, in her twisted mind, she kind of goes a, a little crazy and is like, this is my daughter. hmm And Cal's like, don't you see, Heaven? In her mind, you have replaced that child she aborted. So, she, so just play along for now. And she's like, that seems fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, yeah. So, when they get back to Winterrow, we, at first, I don't remember the mother, the mother's name, Mrs. Mrs. Dennison. Um, and Dennison. she, uh, who cares? Um, mother. Mother Kitty. Um, she is like, I think she also has red hair. Um, and, but she's wearing green and she's always like, and she was like, why does she wear hot pink it? Redheads don't, shouldn't wear hot pink and puts her in, like, a drab thing and puts her in pigtails. And Heaven's <laughs> like, fuck that. That's not who she is. And puts her in, like, one of her hot pink, like, nighties and, like, teases her hair real big and does her nails and makeup. Which is, yeah. like, that's cool. I thought it was nice. It is nice. 
so at first, Heaven's like, oh, this is like a nice, like, respectable family. There's, there's her parents. Or she has an older brother. Don't really talk about. There's Maisie. Maisie's Maisie. a little fucking gossipy. She's like a little, well, she's like, like, 16 or something. Right? I don't know. So there's that happening. Um, and they do more doctrines. And... And Heaven is like, oh, Kitty was, like, rambling about, like, having her tits cut off. Reva. Reva. She was, like, rambling about getting her tits cut off. Yeah. And then Reva, like, pieces out and counts, like, she had a fucking mastectomy and she doesn't like to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So she's like, so there's a family history of breast cancer and she just just wanted to ignore it because it was too upsetting because she fucking loves her titties so much. Should we make sure that she doesn't? double check the whole breast cancer. And they're like, but they looked her over with a fine tooth comb and she's like, I don't care. I just there was think a time she screamed is... and said there was a lump. Yes. She was like, oh, I have a lump. Uh, it's fucking great. Um, and then they were, and then in this West Virginia mountain mama backwoods hospital doctor and they're like, oh, we found a lump. Yeah, they were like, uh, when breasts are real huge like your wives, it was like behind the nipple and they're really hard to find. So she has breast cancer. Uh, good luck. Um, Heaven runs into Logan, like, almost immediately when she gets back to Winnero. He's still dreamy, but she feels like a skank. Like, she's just like, now I'm dirty, like, I ruined She said, I wrote, how the fuck does being used, she's like, my first is being used, and I said, how the fuck does being used equal trampy in Heaven's mind? Because, because of her whole upbringing. She's just a scumbag, Castile. She, like, gave in to sex before marriage. Like, she said that she wasn't going to. Pa hates her. She also didn't want to contaminate Logan with her sins. Yeah. And then I also wrote a familiar VC trope. She wishes to go back and say no to be pure for someone else. And she's like, I'm going to go visit Fanny. And he was like, uh, I'll walk with you. And she's like, no. And he's like, okay. And then he was like, hey, I'm just going to walk with you. So they show up at the reverend's house and Fanny like cracks the door open with just like an eyeball, just like, nah. and she's a wicked bitch. But then she's like crying and we're like, what the fuck's wrong with her? And then Logan walks her to the old folkies home to visit grandpa and the lady behind the counter is like, I knew your mom. Like, somehow, like, everyone knows yes. Heaven's mom. Everyone's like, oh, I knew you, and I knew your Because she was so refined. I know, but, like, they, she was there for, like, six months. She was there for <laughs> six months, and everyone knew her. Yeah, somehow. But, like, they didn't talk about it until, like, way after Heaven, right. like, left and came, came back. back. Yeah, and was like, oh, hey, girl. Like, oh, my God, you look like your mom. Do you know I knew your mom? I don't think you did. Anyways. Do you know your mom? <clears throat> so she's walking. French desk lady is walking up the stairs to bring... Having to see Grandpa, and for some reason, while she while Heaven is walking behind this woman, this descriptive sentence comes in: "The buttocks under that flimsy cotton dress seemed like twin wild animals fighting each other." I had to look away, and I am not really sure what that means or why we needed to know. I don't think that was necessary. I think because we're we're looking at the world through Heaven's eyes, and Heaven's eyeballs are full of ass. I know, but twin wild animals fighting each other? Like two puppies in a sack. <laughs> no! Like, I'm worried about that woman's ass. <laughs> what are these shapes? So Grandpa's up in this, like, stuffy hot room, but he seems happy enough. 
he's getting a little Looney Tunes. Like the the rockers there from the cabin, and like he keeps talking to Grandma or Granny, aka Annie, Annie Gra- Granny Annie. Like she's still there, even though she's not. So she like has a moment where she's like, "Do you know where the the little ones have gone?" And Grandpa's mumbling, and she's like, "Why are you mumbling?" And she gets frustrated and leaves. But like he's mumbling because it's a little Looney Tunes. Calm down. He's a little Looney Tunes. Yep. So she comes back. Scoach. She's a scooch. She, as she's leaving, Logan's still there waiting for her, and she's like, he's with this handsome dude, and it was like, Honky Tom. Tom's a big ol' honk. Ugh. Well, no, she talks about him being handsome, not like he made her yearning sensation. Ugh, I feel, you saying yearning sensation was, like, even worse. You're the one talking about like 11-year-olds. <laughs> you are, you are, you are. Um... So when Heaven gets back to Kitty's folks' house, she's talking to Cal about her day, and she's like, ugh. And then Cal's like, oh, it must have been hard to, like, have your sister not talk to you and, like, see your grandpa crazy. Honk, honk, a boob. Honk, honk, a honk, honk, boob. <laughs> and Maisie just opens the door and be like, hey, the casserole's ready, you guys. We have a titty honk casserole on the menu. Um, and so Evan's like, shit. And then, like, later that night, she's, like, trying to think back about, like, what was the thing? Like, when did Kitty start acting fucking weird? Like, oh, it was that time that she, like, was up in the bathroom and screamed. She was like, oh, I have a lump. They cut your titties off. And then she, like, promised that she had gone to the doctor, but she probably yeah, hadn't. Did. And Cal's like, but they went over with a fine-tooth comb. There was no, they checked her for literally everything. It's a mystery illness. But these Winnero doctors... In the hills and hollers, I guess can find a cancer. Yeah, where is this hospital there? They don't talk about any surrounding towns' names. There's like, are we going to Richmond? I have no idea. Who knows? That's in regular Virginia. I don't. I don't. Virginia town, Washington DC. Hi, we're in Delaware. Um, Yeah. So when. So Cal's like, all right, like, I'll ask them to check for that because we find out that it, like, runs in the family. Like, when they start bringing up the breast tizzes, cancers, Reva, Kitty's mom, just kind of pieces out. And then Maisie's like, oh, because she got them cut off. Our grandma had one off. This person had one off. You just have titties cut off. Yeah. Shit cut off. And then, so Heaven's like, well, fucking, you got to make sure she doesn't have breast cancer. Everyone <laughs> should have followed up on this information. <laughs> this is all pertinent medical history. Pertinent. So Cal's like, oh, I'm going to make sure that they check it out. And lo and behold, when the doctors try to take her in for the overhead projector titty x-ray, Kitty just loses her fucking mind. It's like, no, just let me fucking die. And we find out that she's been like faking this catatonic state for months, months and months and months. If you try to squeeze her titty, you don't have anything about it. Nope. And they were like, it was behind her nipple and her boobs are real big. So we didn't know. Uh, she got big, big titties. So. And they're like, she's going to fucking die. It's too late. So put cancer in there. And Heaven's like, I should probably talk to Logan. I need him to know. Like, I can't have him not know about this shit that happened. So she, like, goes to her mother's grave where she puts her rose into a jar that she buried there for whatever fucking nonsensical reason. And, um. You can just put a flower on a grave is what I'm saying. You can. Is she going to change out the vase water? I don't know. It was such a weird extra detail that was so unnecessary. 
And she tries to tell Logan that, like, hey, I got groomed and abused. All I'm saying <laughs> is that Logan literally and exactly knows that she was sexual with Cal. If they had... Okay, all right, let's play along here, <laughs> Logan. Let's play along that you know, you know that happened. But as long as heaven doesn't tell you, you guys just get to pretend. So you, essentially, you both know what happened. Mm-hmm. So no matter what's the same, the information is the same. He doesn't want the details. He wants no details. He doesn't want to, like, have anything, like, more to, like, picture, you know? No! <laughs> no! It's about her purity. No! I thought it was about, like, oh, God, I can't think about this girl that I've loved since I was 14. Fine. Maybe. But no! <laughs> Is he knows mm-hmm. he knows there was sexy cal sexual he knows that happened but as long as she doesn't say it he can just fucking pretend you know what logan you can't fucking pretend everything life is life and life happens and we just have to deal with it <laughs> i agree sometimes <laughs> your childhood sweetheart fucks someone else while you weren't together for two years and you were free to fuck other people while she was sold into an abusive, indentured servitude relationship. That's the thing. He didn't know that yet. I don't care. I think it makes a little bit of a difference. No, it doesn't. <laughs> even if, even if she just went to live somewhere else, they were not engaged, they were not married. I feel like, didn't she try to write him? Yeah, he wrote her back because his, his mom was... Um, Hiding her letters and his letters that he was trying to send. Were there pledges of 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 commitment? I don't remember. We don't know. <laughs> I'm saying this is where they would have been. You suss that out. Mm. Were you or were you not on a break? I guess so. But like a break Fuck from you, being Logan. sold into service. <laughs> Spoiler alert, listener, you there one bed in our one room (laughs) is where my fuck you logan stonewall begins and i am carrying it into multiple books okay you do not feel the same way this is gonna be interesting wolf town (laughs) i feel yeah anyways (laughs) so logan runs away screaming covering his ears and going la 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 and Heaven's like, well, that's fucked up. She goes to the cabin. She notes that there's a tiger poster on the wall, which, like, I lost my mind. I was like, there was a fucking... I made a note. There was a tiger poster in the cabin. I didn't even recall. Again, I guess I just gloss over the details, and I just go for the emotional gun gut punches. That was a gut punch for me. (laughs) I got punched. That they have open shelves and, like... No beds, but like, like pause. Like I'm gonna Rocky, hang up this like a Rocky movie? sick poster. Yeah. <laughs> um, sick. So heaven goes with Tom to go visit Grandpa again. Um, and when they get there, they find out like Grandpa's not there because the oh shit, with, the lady with the confusing ass. Yeah, the lady with the confusing animal ass. Animal ass is like, nah, your pa came and took him away. Where's pa? And they're like, wait, what? And like, so they're running. 
And, uh, yeah. Oh, Heaven's like, fuck that guy. And Tom's like, look, uh, my life sucks ass, and I'm worked to the bone. I made everything up about, like, having someone to marry. Mm-hmm. I, I want to take my chance with Paul. I live in a gross house. The pictures I sent you were someone else's house. <laughs> like, I know, it was sad. And Heaven's like, ugh. So, yeah, Paul just comes rolling back, and he's trying to make good, but Heaven is like, nah. So they... They show up at the hospital, like, moments after he left, like, 15 minutes after he left or something. And he left, a, like, a letter with Kitty just being, like, I kind of sucked. Like, I hope. Here's where I am. Here's where you can find me. Yeah, I hope you come meet me. I have a new wife. Uh, blah, blah, blah. My wife. My wife. And Kitty's glowing because he apologized for her abortion, I guess. He was like, yeah, sorry that I was a dick and you had to kill your baby and now you can't do yeah, babies. Yeah, your insides are fucked up. Sorry about that. And she's like, I feel it's just so good. And also, here's an extra letter because we told him that you really, your desire is to go to Boston and find your mom's family. And so Pa's like, hey, I heard about this. I called and told him you were coming. Here's a ticket. Here's a ticket. And then also, here's the address name and people name for the folks that that adopted Keith and R. Jane. Bought, who who bought Keith and R. Jane. Right. What did they I say? These, you said adopted. Oh, adopted. Who purchased these children? Uh meanwhile, Heaven did get a letter from the wife like earlier in the book with some pictures and they did look a lot more healthy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. One of the first letters she got after her new room, I thought. Okay. Because like, she was like, like hey, your dad old, said. Like some Olin Mills. Yeah. Yes, yeah, some Olin Mills, yeah. Um, <laughs> so Heaven's like, all right, cool. Like, I guess I'll just fucking peace out and go to Boston because I can't be around for this shit. Like, and Cal is like mooning. Or, he's like mooning around while she packs. <laughs> but being like, it's okay because like the doctors actually said that Kitty was like getting fine and like we should just try to work it out and like. Stuff. I'll take you to the airport. <laughs> the Winnero International Airport. <laughs> the so, jet port. I also like it. Like, oh, I had ten minutes before my flight, so I just like sat around figuring out what to do, and like scores of things happened. But like in ten minutes pre-flight, definitely a different time. They were boarding. <laughs> so uh, Tom and Fanny come in, and like Heaven's kind of shocked to see Fanny because Fanny was would not see her, and then Fanny like rips open her <laughs> trench coat and she's like, look, I got a baby in me the Reverend put there. They're pumped, gonna give me ten grand. Like, pumped a baby in me. Yeah. And Heaven's like, oh. Oh, that sounds like a bad idea. And she's like, now it's fine to get that money. And she's like, you sure you want to sell your kid? I did write down, the last note I have for this book is, yes, Fanny, get that money, girl. <laughs> I mean, Fanny sucks. She's gonna be a shit mother. She wants to go to Nashville and be a sanger. She's the actual worst. So she sucks. That baby's probably better off. Oh, for sure. But. 100. Goddamn. Heaven just keeps me like, why am I related to these people? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Tom's like, yeah, I'm going to move in with Paul. Like, you really should talk to him. Like, he's turned better. things around. Like, he's, he's got a real job. He's not sick anymore. Blah, 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 blah. And so Heaven's like, yeah, cool. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to see my grandparents. Bye. So she gets on the plane at Winero International. Jet Port Arena. Yep. <laughs> Domestic and the Galleria of Jets. <laughs> it's huge. It's bigger it than JFK. It's so good. It's like a mall of jets. 
Um, and when she gets on the plane, of course, there's like a copy of Winnerow's newspaper. Four page. She doesn't specifically know. It four was page. small. Only four pages. And then she's like, oh my god, this really cute picture of Kitty when she was like 16. Oh shit, it's her obituary. So like while Cal was like, she's getting better, the doctor said like, Kitty was fully a corpse. And that's where the book ends. Yeah, it just pieces out. Yeah. It's like, and then she flew. Oh. <laughs> what, would ha- what would happen in Boston? Buy the next fucking book. Yep. Done. Yeah, we have done we that. Do. So many. We have so many. Um, that, I mean, the fucking willies. I, I still, I just, I just want to know why they're scumbags. I don't know. Maybe it explains it, like... It does not. In the last book? Okay, maybe. Not the prequel last book, but, like, the last book. You didn't finish reading it yet. Maybe it throws it in there. I don't know. Maybe the prequel. I don't know. I don't know. Um, So this was fun. It's a fun... Mostly because if, if, if you're doing what we're doing and going... You can definitely see that it was like, oh, here's the template of flowers. Mm Mm-hmm. What can we let's let's just make it a little rednecky. Let's make it a little hillbilly. Yeah, it is. Jazz it up. It's really interesting. Like I'm excited to read the different pods of books, if you will, to see like what other kinds of nonsense because it seems to be like privilege or like destitution. Like there's only like it is an extreme. Yeah, it's like no rich. One... Dirt rich or dirt poor. <laughs> I don't know if you're dirt rich. I got dirt. I got... Diamond rich and dirt poor. There's um. <laughs> <laughs> There's a coat rum that we won't talk about. You already did. I already You said. really already did a lot, so you can't take it you can't go back in time and make a different choice so you can be pure for someone else. I mean <laughs> Thanks for listening. Out of the cabin and into the fire. Thanks for listening to VC's Pieces Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Technical support was provided by Boo and Matt. Thanks for answering all of my stupid questions. Music is Dust on My Attic by Broke MC, used under Creative Commons license. Email us at vcspiecespodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts or comments. Hey, you can also follow us on Instagram. We are at vcspiecespodcast. New episodes are released every other Friday to give you time to read along. In the meantime, sell your family, touch your Tatterton toy, and try to scrub off the filth of being hillscum.